What's up? This is my first ever third repeat. I had my friend 7,000 Apart, who I believe was my third or fourth ever guests on the show. We did a virtual chat February 1st, 2021. Um, these two are always making moves, always networking, always growing. They are musicians. Uh, they have an awesome story. And I hope you enjoy our conversation. What's up, friends? What's up, friends? We're back. But why not? But why not? We are live, I believe. Welcome back to the But Why Not. Very much on John's face. I'm just going to say that. I'll, ma- I'll make it smaller. Yeah, cool. Um, Just put the chin between us, maybe. <laughs> I'll, I'll minimize myself. All right, there we go. <laughs> it's a trio. It's truly us three on a stage talking to the world. <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome. Welcome to the live show. I'm here with John and Amelie of 7,000 Apart. Uh are you just laughing at the setup? Just, just a little bit. I don't know if you're streaming what you think you're streaming. Oh, it doesn't look. It doesn't look the same. Oh. I don't know what yours. Yours looks like. Gotcha. gotcha. I fixed it. I fixed it. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> That's funny. You got to transition. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Okay. Now. Now we're doing. There we go. Now I can share. Uh, Awesome. <laughs> Perfect. So for those of you that don't know, John and Amelie live in Green Bay, um, and they often find themselves uh, in Sweden, where Amelie uh, hails from. So uh, they're, they're a couple who met when Amelie was a foreign exchange student. Um, uh, which high school was it again? Preble High School in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Preble. And uh, didn't you guys meet in music theory class? Yep. And just just uh, recapping here, um, this, is, this is your third time on the live show. Uh, you guys make some awesome music and uh, in normal times also perform all over Northeast Wisconsin. And I know... Um, have performed really all over the world and uh, got together uh, or stayed together rather because of 7,000 Apart, the project, which um, which continues today uh, through, through marriage and ups and downs and uh, new projects and exciting stuff. And you have some new music coming, right? Yeah, we do. We're releasing a new single on February 12th. Yep. Awesome. Is there a significance to the date? Not not a huge one. It was just a good, you know, you're supposed to release songs on Fridays, and this is a good Friday to release it, and uh, we just feel like we need... The song is called Nothing to Worry About, and so we just feel like with everything going on, I feel like we all need a little bit of positivity, and the song is just about, like, kind of releasing your, your troubles and just dancing for, like... Four minutes yeah <laughs> it's just a chills it's like a i think just a a good opportunity to release it yeah. it's, it's like a it's kind of like a dang 
2020 was really hard, wasn't it, Song? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Awesome. Ooh, one sec. Um, I just want to make sure that I'm not blowing out anybody's audio. Cute. All right. So that's super exciting. Um, before this, you had put out a, a Swedish single, correct? Yeah. So for Christmas, we decided to get together with a Swedish charity that's all about suicide prevention. And so we wrote a song called Reach Out that was all about reaching out during the holidays to your loved ones because they might be feeling a little lonely this year, especially. That's awesome. Um, I've listened to it a few times, and uh, I don't understand the words, obviously. Like, I, I didn't know that that's what it meant, but um, there's a real, like, drive to the song. Like, it kind of builds. I, I really like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. We have a version on our YouTube with English subtitles if you ever want to know. Okay. Um,. Yeah, I'd love to break it down with you, but I feel like I'd have to be like listening to it and be like that part right there. You know what I mean? Like I really like that or I don't know. Um, so, so these were your kind of first two singles you released for a while, right? Yeah, we released a single in May as well, the song that we did for Sweden's Got Talent. And, uh, and that we recorded down in Nashville in the Piano Player of Journey studio, which was super duper cool with a friend of ours. And it, that was also a really yeah. fun release, for sure. Very cool. So, so obviously, like, just addressing what everyone's, I, I guess what I'm thinking about when I think of live music, which is that it sucks that we don't have the option or as much of it right now um is it is it hard from a creation standpoint um like was it hard to find something to say like some like a message during the pandemic like what is it what has it been like for you guys since since march i think it's it's been both i think there's definitely been weeks where you're just kind of apathetic just want to watch netflix and just like go into a whole uh, but there are other weeks where you're angry and sad or you're thankful for everything that you have and you're thankful that your family's doing okay and I think it go, it's been going up and down especially like John is really the songwriter well the really creative person who like always starts the songs and I think for you like some weeks you've been writing like five songs and some weeks you haven't done yeah, it been, anything I think it's been um for us, at least specifically, we were in a very much in a, a touring mindset uh, back in in March, and so we were really we we had 50 shows canceled, and that was our our whole plan was just to tour all of 2020. So uh, we weren't really in the mindset of like writing songs. So it was mostly like, okay, we need to drive like this many hours to get to the next show, and then we have this other show, and then you know so. I think um, trying to pivot from that touring mindset to like uh, songwriting mindset was a little bit challenging, but I think it's been um, it's definitely happened since since uh, yeah March. Because I mean, as John said, like you, we really had to pivot because most of our income came from shows, and most of our time was spent like either booking or playing shows and so going from that to having nothing was quite big like first i think 
like there were definitely some weeks of just grieving if that makes sense like it was such a it was really sad because we had been putting in so many months into booking those all those shows and then having them all like rift away really that was that sucked but then we decided okay this is what we're doing like we have we have all this time now what are we going to focus it on and so we started uh the quarantine by just doing 30 songs in 30 days on youtube so we made videos recorded songs like every single day for 30 days that kept and us that was, busy it kept us busy and it kept us still practicing and still d doing music which it was, I think, really good for us, even though some days I just kind of wanted to lie on the floor and cry. It was still, like, really worth it just to keep the, the engine going in a way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah it seems like, like um, for, for a lot of people, people especially, especially creatives and um, maybe, maybe people who aren't as far along in their careers in, in any field, um, it seemed like keeping busy finding a way to just like you know try as much as, like to keep practice keep in practice but also try and add value in any way you can was we tend to get up in the morning you mm -hmm. know like even if you just have one thing on your to-do list that helps so much when time is very relative and we didn't know how long we were going to be in quarantine and we didn't know what was going on everything was still developing not knowing like not having anything to get up and do mm -hmm. i think was going to be way too hard for us so we made sure pretty early on that okay let's have a project okay let's do this youtube thing first and then after that we got into streaming and then well, we got into yeah. the song from sweden's got talent yeah uh, and we, we were finishing that, that up and that was released in may so april was basically just the youtube thing mm -hmm. and then may was the release of that song and uh, then in May, we also found uh, live streaming. Mm -hmm. You, you guys, guys took me up on the picking up trash, trash too. <laughs> yeah, we started a little, a little challenge. It didn't go too where, but it was no, well, hashtag cleanup Wisconsin. Yeah. So, because uh, in Sweden, it's like a huge thing. It's called plogging, which is plogga, uh, which is picking up and jogging. So plogging. Mm -hmm. uh, so you get a little bag and you go on a run or a walk and you pick up trash. And, uh, you're done when your bag is full. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause didn't, didn't you guys tell me like, why don't you just post it on Venture Wisconsin? Cause I was like picking up trash every day. Yeah. It's so good. That's funny. That was like therapeutic for me. It was, that was great. Um, yeah. So, so you guys found live streaming. So I've tuned into for sure one of them. Um, one of them where you guys were like teaching people, like people were singing and playing their music for you too. And you would like offer suggestions and you were kind of like holding space basically much like you, much like you were doing, um, is it, was it called the songwriter circle in, um, at uh, at the premiere in Green Bay. Yeah, Songwriters Night. Yeah, we do a lot of open mics on. So we're on this platform called You Now, and it, there's a big culture because you can guess kind of like we're doing right now. Like, like we can be in the same stream, which is really cool. So you can drag people up and have a conversation. It's kind of like video chatting, but with an audience. And 
it just it's it helped us so much because first of all we got to talk to people and we got to make new friends and we also got to perform our music for people and they were like oh my gosh you guys are good yeah (laughs) and we had like that was like such a hole in our hearts you know that we Mm. hadn't performed music for people because that's what we really love you know and uh the first day we got on so we we had tried a bunch of other streaming sites and uh first day we got on you now a guy uh, who kind of helps like uh, get talents in front of people on the site? He came into our stream and was like, "Hey, I'm going to like I'd love to help you out and introduce you to people. Uh, and is it okay if I just DM you and set up some things?" And uh, we basically just went around on these like mini tours where we'd play the same song for like 15 <laughs> people a day. Yeah. And uh, because of that, 15 streamers who had yeah. like you know. 10 to 100 people watching right. and that's how we really grew in the beginning and then we realized that you know we really like streaming and so we went and worked really really hard and streamed a lot uh, ever since we got on the platform I don't think there's has been any day that we haven't checked at least checked it like we have been on the platform it's uh, it's really been a it become it became like a huge part of our life. It became our like hometown on the internet for yes. uh, performing and uh, just that sense of community, I guess, like for being on the internet. Yeah. Awesome. So, so this is so this is like um, you know probably for anybody listening, but for me too, even someone who lives on social media, new territory. So, um, but I get it. It's like Twitch to a degree, um, but maybe just like us maybe niche down or something for is it music specific no not at all there are people doing games and a lot of people just sit and talk Uh, but what it has that twitch doesn't have is the whole co-hosting thing like that you can be several people in a stream from different parts of the world without having to go through a separate app like discord or something like it's like if you were streaming here on Facebook right now and we came into the chat and we're like, hey, can we come up and talk? And then you could just like, yeah, of course, and click a button and there we are and we can talk like we are talking now but without having to use an external software. Okay. Or anything, so it's like a Zoom call. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Okay, so it sounds like uh, an awesome hustle for you. It sounds like you guys are working hard to like add it um, and you've like, gotten in front of new people because of this it sounds like an opportunity what has it what has it done for you guys either from a, um from an audience building standpoint and or from a um like revenue standpoint i'm curious i mean so much as a start it was just like literally to fill that black hole in our yeah. uh, so we could be around people like it really helped us because i'm a very extroverted person and not seeing my friends was really hard and making new friends really helped with that so just making friends has been a huge thing we've been making friends all over the world like from indonesia singapore east uk coast, east coast, coast west coast so yeah uh, and so we're so excited once like the craziness is over we have people we can hang out with when we tour so i'm just so excited for that part uh, secondly, our Instagram has never grown as much as it has since we got on YouNow and our other socials. Like, it's definitely been spreading from YouNow to other platforms, which has been really cool. And just like all these people, like we have um, Brandon here in chat who's like writing a lot. Like he's one of our new fans and our friends. And they just give us so much joy and we feel like we actually 
like add value to people's lives, if that makes sense. Like we mm -hmm. feel appreciated, and that's so important, especially during a time like this, to just get some extra love. And then we worked hard enough that we became partnered in in October, November. Uh, I think it was October. Okay. Yeah. And so since October, we've been able to make money through the platform as well. So that's been a great like side side income for sure. Awesome. That's so good to hear. I think um, it's uh, you. You two are. You know. You just never stop, which is crucial to succeed, especially in an industry like music. And um, yeah, it's just, it's great to hear that, and and that you were able to continue community building because I think like. Um, most people probably don't know this, but you two run, ran, I guess, currently, like that songwriters workshop, which I sat in on once, um, where you're helping people who want to get to where you guys are or get started and, and perform music live. You were helping them with their songwriting, with their composition, with their delivery, and now you're doing this you know at some kind of scale online which is which is super cool um the the stream that i sat in on so i've sat in on a, on a live community building of yours and uh the virtual and uh it's super cool to see um it was i think there was some people rapping there's some people singing just all sorts of but people were excited for the opportunity you could just tell they were like they were nervous but it was like oh i'm up you know what i mean and um i think i think that uh that community building aspect of of what you're doing shouldn't be understated i think it's it's super cool and uh, i'm glad you guys found uh, like found this opportunity yeah i mean it's been so great i mean that's what really struck us when we started was that all the partners were so okay with us coming up and saying or like plan something with them and we just want to give back what we got you know because everyone's so generous to us and we want to be able to provide that for other people so we want to make sure that if we now we have created this platform on there and we have people that want to come watch us we want to share that with other people as much as possible Cool. So, so that's kind of uh, is in the term pivot. Does that kind of describe your pivot, or or are you guys having to do other things as well to to make it now that live music is currently still on pause? Well, luckily, luckily enough, when we started the whole our whole music career, we decided that we wanted to become a company. By the way, so we made sure that we are an LLC, a 7,000 part LLC, which we didn't know was gonna save our like income this year because of everything that happened. There was uh, PUA, pandemic unemployment assistance, and we were able to apply and we were eligible for it because we're self-employed and because we have a company. So that really, really saved us this year. So we were able to get some income from that. And then obviously I, I work as a translator as well, and we both teach. So, in combination with all those things, we we like we didn't have to give up our apartment, uh, which we're very very thankful for. Nice, keeping the dream alive. <laughs> cool. So, 
that, that being said, um, our does it seem like people are starting to book shows for 2021 and how are you guys viewing 2021 are you like i won't touch an indoor show are you like it has to be it has to be safe are you just hoping that outdoor shows come back like what what's your mentality on the live music landscape for for this year uh i I think it it really does depend i would say um for people like us um especially with like it really has become our job uh, in the last like year uh, to two, I'd say like two years, but especially this last year um, and like since 2019 basically. And so for us, it's it's really a challenging thing because um, like, like our job as musicians at a live venue is to try to bring as many people as possible. Um, like that's that's the job normally when a when a venue hires you unless it's like a ticketed show but even if it is a ticketed show your job is to bring as many people as possible to fill that venue and so it's it's a challenge because um, obviously that's not a good thing right now um, but at the same time like it's our job right so so what we've kind of found is like we're not actively booking any shows and the shows that we are considering doing are ones that are like social distanced and they're live streamed and they're um, there's lots of more opportunities for people to uh, check out the show aside from just going live to the yeah. venue. So I think I think um, in terms of 2021 I think that booking is definitely like it's I can tell you it's like it's happening a lot yeah. for um like may onward so basically a lot of outdoor things obviously yeah so outdoor stuff is definitely on its way back um but indoor stuff is still very uh very like on the down low Mm -hmm. mostly um and the ones that we we have a couple of shows planned this spring and the ones that we are like it's very like you have to reserve a table or you have to like Yes. People will spread out. They will only accept this many people. They will spread people out. It, that whole thing, or they will also stream it online, so that for us as musicians, it's it feels better to be able to say, "Hey, of course we want you to like see the show, but if you feel uncomfortable or if you feel like you can't do the distance or you can't wear a mask, those things." you can stay at home and watch it online. And just giving people that alternative, I think is really important as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I think, like I said, it is it is our job now, really. Um, so, and especially it's, it's hard to know with, uh, I mean, with the way the, like government has been as well, it's been awesome that we've been able to get help, but like we don't want to rely on that and we aren't sure like, uh, how everything's going with that. So we're trying to keep things online as much as possible, but uh, like getting back into shows, it's kind of like everyone, right? Like you have to sort of start getting into whatever your job was uh, before the pandemic at this point. So even though live streaming is really great, it's not, there's no um, guarantee. Like in when we book a show, we know like, okay, we're making this much. 
but when we go live, live, we have no idea because it's all up to the people. It's all that tipping. Can, yeah, it's all tip based. So we can go on and not make a cent, even though we stream for a really long time, or we can stream like for five minutes on someone else's stream, and someone just feels generous and gives us a hundred dollars. Like things like that happen, and it's so hard to count on, you know. Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, we are excited to be able to do shows we are still like nervous obviously and we will do our best to keep both us and the audience safe of course yep cool i'm uh i'm, I'm excited, excited for for, for outdoor, outdoor stuff to come back, back um at, at the very minimum and i think uh just being around you know venues and and local businesses it seems like um, they're wanting to try things and people are trying to get creative and like, let's, you know, let's bring some hope, um, to the people kind of stuff. So, um, I think, I think this summer, spring even will be, will be really nice. Um, was there any word, uh, locally i guess like when when the pandemic hit was it just like was ever like did you guys talk to any other musicians or was it just kind of like just wait and see what happens and everyone just kind of like laid low i think at the beginning it was just like kind of panic everywhere like um we i think it started with like three shows getting canceled instantly and then like musicians just started like uh kind of going back into wherever you know wherever they uh we have a lot of friends who had to take up jobs and do other things than music or a lot i saw a lot yeah. of people were teaching just like us some virtually. people some people were like i mean people who were full-time musicians just from touring they like basically tried to find which states it was legal in mm -hmm. and they would actually drive there and play shows like it was it was really all over the place uh people completely not doing anything mm -hmm. people live streaming on facebook which is technically illegal for covers mm -hmm. which i don't think musicians knew that um so it, it was just kind of pure chaos at yeah. the beginning i would say for the whole industry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the whole industry didn't really know what to do, obviously, so. Interesting. Yeah, we but, it, but it's definitely trickling down, because like the, the big artists like Taylor Swift and all them, they they went into the studios right away because mm -hmm. they were so excited to not have to tour. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we get to write. And so they like booked all the studios, but then like even the big artists, mm -hmm. you know, they can if, only book so much if they don't have shows. Exactly. If you don't tour, like, I don't know if you know this, but like 80 to 90% of your income as a musician comes from live shows. Mm -hmm. And so even though the studios were empty and people could book them, like they didn't have the money to do so. So it was this like really weird time. First, like all the studios were full of musicians because they were like, oh yeah, now I have time to record. And then they were like, ah, never mind, I don't have any more money. Mm. So it was, it's just been strange yeah, so it's, like for every other industry it's yeah. just unprecedented times mm -hmm. yeah. was was, was our party the last show you guys did, did? or no no we had one i think it was at a it was at dodge uh 318 
Yeah. Three, three dads. That was our last one. That was a Saturday. We live streamed it too because we knew that it was like starting. Uh, there was no shutdown yet, and we were like kind of like iffy about doing the show, but we're like, let's just live stream it too. Kind of like we're thinking now, like if we're gonna do something, we want to provide a safe alternative as well. And yeah, that was our last show. And like you know, you kind of check the news in our breaks, and you're like, oh gosh. Yeah, we did. We did do some outdoor shows this uh, summer. Yeah. And that that was nice. We we kept doing some of those, and um, but it was it's still like you know you don't you're, like your job is to bring people, so it's it's like. Uh, it's still kind of weird. Yeah, that. we had a hard time knowing, like, do we make a Facebook event for this? Do we try to get people there? Do we show up and just play and just, like, you know, do that kind of part of our job? You know, it was it was weird morally to know where you stood because, on one hand, we need the money. It's our job. And on the other hand, you don't want to be the reason why someone gets sick. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Dang. Um... Um, so, what's kind of interesting to me is, uh, from what I've heard, and I'm only connected to so many, uh, you know, musicians in Northeast Wisconsin, um, but you guys, like, all, so I'm, I'm kind of connected to, like, four musicians, or, like, groups, or artists, and all of them all of you guys are starting to like release your like finish up new projects like right now which is really cool um so i'm i'm looking forward to hearing it all and then also like obviously you guys are gonna want to have people hear it live you know so i think i think there will be some cool outdoor events that um are just a good time. I know, like, um, like Tay just recorded, um, as far as I understand, an album. Um, Feed the Dog just recorded an album, and then a couple other friends are are working on some stuff too. So there's gonna be so much amazing music. I mean, there's a reason why like the Roaring Twenties happened. You know, after the the last big pandemic. Like, I think the coming years are going to be really full of fantastic uh, musicianship and music. And it's a shared experience for everyone. So the thing is, is like, at, at least from a creative standpoint, like everyone is going through the same thing right now in the entire world, which that doesn't happen very often. So like there's so much potential for uh, connecting through music and connecting through your shared experience. So I think, I think like songwriters and people have so much to write about so i think it's probably going to relate to a lot of people as well yeah now now you say that and and i've never i guess had this thought before so bear with me but it's interesting how like as times like get it's almost like art punctuates history or something you know like um because there are certain messages like you said like when when everyone's in the same boat because of some tragedy or some great thing or you know all this and it's not an immediate thing but it's like the art that follows from that 
kind of like cuts through and like grabs your attention because it's, it resonates with, with that piece of history or that moment in time. What's interesting, and and tell me what, if, if I'm off base here, but it almost seems like um, like we're still going. Like we haven't hit, we haven't fully hit whatever is coming because not, I haven't seen any art from film, from comedy, from um, music, and like maybe a couple pieces coming from like film or or pop culture like like Netflix that are that have kind of struck a nerve, but but I'm like there's going to be like some voices, some pieces, some films, some albums that like cut through and just like stand for the time you know and i just haven't seen them yet and like it'll be interesting to see if they come from left field or if they come if they come from like a kendrick lamar or like someone who's already like super big but like the only thing i can think of is stuck with you by ariana grande and justin bieber that one was big that was very much like what people were feeling but it was like a cute way to put it. It wasn't like a, a negative, like, oh, this is so hard. It was more like a cute love song. Mm -hmm. But I would say too that I think that you're not gonna see any of that stuff until people can start working together again. Like right now, like the film industry, everything you're seeing right now is projects that have been worked on in the past. Yeah. So like there's nothing that is being recorded right now, really. So like it's, same for most musicians like anything that's being released that is somewhat new is probably from before the pandemic or it's being recorded in people's house like apartments yeah i mean take taylor swift she did two albums but she made them very much on her own like very like secluded not big big production music videos it's very like homey yeah so i, I think you're gonna see stuff but it's gonna take like a year to two years before like because it takes production you know like a couple of years to make a film or something so mm -hmm. it's gonna, it's, yeah i'm really excited to come. see because now yeah. like when you're watching a movie or a tv show you're like oh they're so close together oh no there's yeah. so many people in this room i wonder if we're like going to react the opposite way once this is all over oh yeah yeah oh yeah this is supposed to be during 2020 that's oh yeah that's why there are no people on the street <laughs> like that kind of feeling yeah that's, that's really interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah i, I guess, guess um what, what, what i'm wondering too and maybe it probably is more like you said it's more people just adapting to the production like the literal like logistics of production um but it makes me wonder too if like it's still there's still too much like i guess tension or confusion as to what's gonna what the prevailing like direction is to sit to like have to make uh, an entire album that just like is a uh, um you know actually is the voice or is the sound or is the piece for this time it's almost like the time hasn't figured itself out yet enough for someone to just like make it theirs yeah it has to i mean like there's there's a hope at the end of the tunnel now but there's not like we're not out of the tunnel yet so it's not like 
we can't really be completely like there can't be a we are are the world song yet i think you're gonna have to let people come out of their bubbles and start collaborating again and i think that's when things are really gonna start it's when you take those ideas that you said and thought about during quarantine uh during lockdown and all those things and then when you get together with other people and you express those feelings i think that's when it's going to click and really become something more of course people can make things amazing things on their own but i think people are going to want to come together after this and do a lot more collaborating and do a lot more with other people and i think that's where the magic is going to happen yeah. definitely yeah this i mean the next the next even just two years or whatever um is gonna be crazy to see like um you know it, everything is apparently aligned politically in terms of the house and the senate and the the president or whatever it's like are we gonna and like now you see like this whole stock market thing with like the uh with gamestop and stuff and it's like We've never been at a situation where everyone's just at home, like watching and like just like you have so much access to know whether something is going the right direction or the wrong. But then also it's so divided opinion wise, like anything that happens, half the people are like, oh, this is going. I don't know. It seems like everyone just thinks everything is going the wrong direction, <laughs> like no matter what. But yeah. people aren't just distracted. And so they can actually keep up with news in a whole different way and keep up with what's what's going on in the world, I guess. And people can actually get together online and do these crazy things that, like, I think before the pandemic, I don't think that there would be a platform for, for that. Like, people wouldn't be as organized. <laughs> right. They wouldn't be searching it out. No, in the same that's way, it. Yeah. They have other stuff to do. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's, yeah, that's definitely a thing, but yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, I'm excited for, for the art that comes out of whether, whether the world looks scary or whether, um, whether we're coming out like we are the world super, super hopeful. Um, I think the art that comes from either is going to be fascinating and, um, I don't know. I have faith. <laughs> awesome. Um, so, how are you releasing the single? Like, where can people find it? Everywhere. That's a good thing about these days is that it's used to release everywhere. We will have it on Spotify and Apple Music and Amazon Music and iTunes yeah, and I mean, it, Google Play Store Music. Yeah, it's a good thing. With the, a good thing with the pandemic, I guess, is like all the producers are staying inside as well, uh, and they're also wanting to do jobs. So it's it's been really it's been good in some ways to connect to yeah uh, new people and stuff. People have been more interested in collaborating over the internet, which is really awesome. So yeah, so we've gotten a lot of uh, connections for that, and we're we're so excited for the single and. Uh, this producer is someone that we found who she she won a Grammy, and she's both for songwriting and for production. She's so talented, and just we we've loved working with her. Uh, this this song is going to be really awesome, and we're planning on working with her 
uh, for this upcoming project as well? Yeah, so we're releasing a single now, February 12th, and then we have a bigger project in the works, hopefully for summer. Awesome, oh, that was gonna be my next question, so. Summer? I'll put it on, I'll put it on the calendar. Yay. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, well, you, you guys, guys seem to uh, just, just keep, keep having happy accidents and running into cool people along the way and doing cool collaborations, and I think that's awesome. I think you two definitely deserve it. Yeah. Um, just with you now, like just meeting so many amazing musicians from all over the world has been such a blessing. and. Like, but now we're like so eager to get out and yeah. travel and go to all these amazing. Like, our friend in Singapore was like, "Yeah, I mean, if you travel to Bali, like, you can hang out with me." <laughs> I would go to Bali. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Uh, we definitely want to travel a lot. UK tour. Yes, UK awesome. tour. We really want to do. And we have friends like all over the U.S. and places where we haven't toured yet. So that's going to be super exciting. And, just want to give them all a big hug, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. It's so weird that we haven't met them in person, you know? Yeah. For sure. Um, I, I come, come from, from, I actually learned how to like edit video and stuff from Xbox, from when I used to play Xbox. So, like, honestly, gamer culture, and maybe I'm wrong on this, I mean, obviously the internet culture made gamer culture because it was built on the internet, but, um, that, it just reminds me of gamer culture. You just like meet random people and you start playing with them and you're like, wait, we don't even like know each other. <laughs> or we, we've never met, like, you know. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, cool, well, I'm looking forward to it. Anybody watching should go follow 7,000 Apart on uh, everything, but Instagram and Facebook uh, especially. And check out the new single. Who's the, can you shout out the producer? Yeah, of course, her name is Femke. She is from, I think, Netherlands, I yep. think, yeah. And she's super cool. Very cool. Do you know, like, like what she won Grammys for? I'm, I'm not sure yet. Okay, that's okay. For the PR kit, I'm gonna work on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she worked with, uh, for example, she worked with like Hans Zimmer, uh, she's worked wow. with um, trying to think some of other people, but like some, some really big people in LA, in Nashville, um, and she's based out in Nashville now. So she's uh, she does a lot of very similar to the style that we're going in, which is mm -hmm. why we're so excited that we've gone here. Heck yeah, that's exciting. Cool. Um, well, thanks everyone for watching. This is 7,000 Apart, John Anomaly, two talented up-and-coming musicians, and you can hopefully catch them in Northeast Wisconsin soon, within the next, I don't know, three to seven months or something. Out, outside, distance. <laughs> cool, all right, um, see everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It truly means a lot to me. 